Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, 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 hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this is coming to you. Welcome to Moonday Musings. I guess we're singing today. <laughs> Where is the moon in cancer? Yes, I don't know why. <laughs> all of my uh, all of my singing energy is activated today. Hi, neighbor. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny, if you've never been here before. I am the person singing, and I am also going to be your cosmic guide for the week. So this week, this week, we're here talking about Monday, November 14th through Sunday, November 20th. And this is an interesting in-between style week in my mind. The eclipse that we experienced last week was so freaking big. And we're going to be experiencing the ripples of, of post-eclipse just events for a long time, several months at least. And honestly, we have a couple more uh, eclipses on the Taurus-Scorpio axis in 2023. So we are not done with eclipses on that axis just yet, but we are done with eclipse season for the calendar year. And this was a doozer. I think that most of us could agree with that. I talked with so many of you last week, especially because I did so many flash readings for full-time students. Um, but I also did that post-eclipse recovery reading for all levels of that witch school. And so I talked to several people after that. I talked to several people, um, peers, friends, clients, family members before that. And yeah, general consensus, it was a doozer. So um, it makes a lot of sense why this week feels a little limbo-y, a little in-between-y, because we are at our third quarter moon this week. That is, let's see, third quarter moon is going to be exact on Wednesday, November 16th at 6.27 a.m. Mountain Time. And this will be at 24 degrees of Leo. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. What I first want to say is keep it on the moon specifically for a second. So put a pin in Leo for a sec. Um, the third quarter moon from this big eclipse leading us and guiding us nicely to our new moon in Sagittarius next week, which you get to hear all about this week because I'm dropping the Sag Shadow Chats episode for all of you tomorrow. And it's so good. Oh my God, it's so good. The content is good this week, if I do say so myself. I I, I will toot my horn a little bit because we're definitely going to talk a lot more about fire today. But as far as the moon goes from this post-full moon, last third quarter moon, leading into the dark and the new moon, you know, I think that the message is still to overall be being nice to ourselves, being nice to each other. 
it has been a hell of a year. It's been a hell of a couple months. It's been a hell of a couple of years. And a lot of people that I'm talking to and interacting with, we all just look like we've gotten beat up. You know what I mean? We're tired. We're worse for the wear in a lot of ways. We're totally, totally nine of wands energy, that wounded warrior. We're warriors. Don't get me wrong. We're stronger. It doesn't feel like that all the time, but we are. <laughs> we are. Um, I really, really think that it's not about pushing the productivity envelope this week. All of the vibes that I'm getting, like from my actual environment around me, but also from my guides and and my channels. And also when I look at the astrology and honestly, when I just look at the good old fashioned calendar, we are heading into holiday season, my friends. And I just, we are going to address this today because I don't know if you're like me, but I have an extremely mixed relationship with this time of year. In so many ways, I love this season. I've grown to just fall in love with the late fall into winter season. It's as an adult, it has become hands down top favorite. Everything from uh, mid-October through end of December, my jam, totally my jam. And yet, (laughs) and yet, especially in Western society, there is this over-glaring, overbearing, just giant, giant, infinitely huge elephant in the room at all fucking times called the holiday season. And it comes with so much. It's so heavy. That's why it's an infinitely huge elephant in the room. Maybe that's why it's called a white elephant gift exchange. (laughs) Just kidding. That's not at all why it's called that. And I don't know why it's called that. And we're not going to go into that. But even as I sit here with my basement, yes, already decorated for Christmas, fucking shamelessly already decorated for Yule. I don't give a fuck. Wearing, Wearing a Christmas Yule blanket on my lap as we speak right now. Because again, the spirit of this time of year, the energy, the actual seasonal energy of this time of year, that spirit, oh, I love it. Give it to me. Pour it in every single cup. I want to drink it. Literally what I want to drink is all of the um, spiced tea right now. <laughs> That's like my favorite favorite thing right now is uh, either spiced tea or Earl Grey tea with a splash of milk and some honey. That is just my winter drink and that's all I want. And that represents like the the essence, the purity of the Yuletide season for me. Now, unfortunately, like I said, especially in Western society, but in general, especially in modern society, um, no, no, more specific, industrialized society. What the actual fuck has this time of year become? <laughs> oh, it's the worst. That's what sucks. My favorite time of year is also the worst. That sucks. Honestly, February is the worst. Sorry, February babies, but I struggle in February. 
but this is a close second worst, okay? And the reason is because people are fucking terrible. There is this beautiful, pure spirit in the air, and there is this fucking mean and nasty and ugly spirit in the air, and fuck if people don't just goddamn lean into one or the other, right? Like, isn't that what you experience? That's what all I experience this time of year. Whether I'm walking through a store, driving down the road, honestly, mainly those two things, especially. But even like, you know, having to interact with certain family members, it's just, ugh. this is a very, very, very heavy time of year. It just comes with a lot. So I really think, this is just me. You can take it, you can leave it, whatever you want. I just think that it would be better to head into this season with our energy thriving than forcing ourselves in any which way. Now, you're probably like, damn if we're all the nine of wands energy, and if you don't know what the nine of wands looks like in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, Google it right now. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even have it in front of me. And all of my tarot readers out there, they're like, yeah, they're all of them are nodding like, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, you're like, Danny, how, how do we do the thriving thing though? If we're nine of wands people, how do we do this when we feel worse for the wear? Well, this is why, and this is where the fire energy comes in for me. So when I was doing the astrology for this week, when I was doing planning for content this week, you know what I saw? I saw a big need and a big potential for the healing and soothing and thriving qualities of fire energy this week, especially because, so this week, um, let me give you our actual moon scope too. So, you know, our last quarter moon is going to be in Leo, um, which definitely inspired some of this. Uh, moon starts off today in cancer, like I mentioned, then we're going to head into that sign of Leo. Uh, oh, honestly, you might be listening to this and the moon might already be in Leo. I totally forgot. It moves into Leo at 547 AM today, Monday morning. So you might already be in that nice, fiery, warm Leo energy. Um, but then, uh, moon moves into Virgo on Wednesday, then moves into Libra on Saturday. And that is where we will round out the week. We also have some planetary ingresses this week, and we have on Tuesday, November 15th, Venus, so tomorrow, uh, Venus is moving into Sagittarius, and on Thursday, November 17th, Mercury is also moving into Sagittarius, so bringing in some more fire. And then on Sunday, November 20th, asteroid... Vesta, Jesus, sorry, I totally, I was like, holy cow, I can name every asteroid except for this one right now. <laughs> ah, total brain blank. Vesta, uh, asteroid will be moving into Pisces now, uh, which is not a fire sign, <laughs> quite much, <laughs> very much not a fire sign. However, um, Vesta is very associated with fire elements still. So I thought that that was a nice little nudge to the little nod to the flame this week. 
we also have currently Chiron asteroid in Aries. And so we do have some access, some more access to fire energy this week. And maybe not more access because especially for all of my all students, all levels of that witch school this week. Um, we're doing a little fire intuition visualization exercise this week. Uh, will be your bonus content. So keep an eye out for that. But I, I want you to know that that access is always there. What I, what I much more accurately mean and what I should say is I think that our awareness is being brought a little bit to fire energy this week. I at least got the nudge from my guides, from the astrology when I was taking a look at it, this little like, here, here, Danny, remind everybody about the fire element. Fire is very important during this specific season that I'm talking about. This is the polarity of the winter season. And we have these polarities all year long. Um, so just like in the dead heat of summer, um, and we spend all this time counteracting that big abundance of heat with cooling exercises and cooling energy and cooling techniques, uh, same goes for this ice cold winter season and especially late fall, late fall, like especially depending on where you live, we start getting icy. We start getting really, really cold and that frigid feeling. Um, and then winter really does set in, doesn't she? So we counteract all of this on the, on the polarity scale with heat. And this is why in Yule, the celebration and the pagan Sabbath, why fire is such a prominent, prominent part of the entire day and celebration. In fact, let me write this down. I will link the Yule episode that I did with my wonderful friend and colleague, Maddie of Paragon and Bone. We did a Yule special last year, right around the winter solstice that you would absolutely love to listen to and learn uh, all about Yule from her. She's my little, I love learning and talking about the pagan Sabbaths with Maddie. So make sure you check that out. But to refresh you just briefly, you know, the flame the Yule log, right? The, the flame that the Yule log carries. This was so important because this is how we literally survived winter was by experiencing and embracing polarities, right? Opposite energy. So I really, I saw this little nudge to the fire element. Like I said, I felt really called to channel and create a stoke the fire like intuition and creativity visualization, essentially an exercise to guide you to the door of the fire energy channel that you always have, always have access to. Um, and I just want to be, if nothing else in this bonus episode, I want to be a, a guide and a reminder, hey, the door's right here and you already have the key in your back pocket if you forgot. <laughs> um, and my hopes and intentions with this bonus episode and this fire intuition exercise is to just 
remind you that that energy channel is there to help it potentially be unblocked if it has been blocked for you or to bring some soothing and balance to it if it's been an overactive area for you or or elemental for you and um, really bring the purity of fire energy with you as we head into the late fall, early, early winter season. Now, astrologically speaking, I do want to say with Venus and Mercury heading into Sagittarius this week, again, Venus is on Tuesday the 15th, Mercury is on Thursday the 17th, uh, both of them do make some interesting aspects. Um, they do form some interesting activations before moving into the sign of Sagittarius. So you may find yourself feeling some kind of need or pull or just being confronted with or presented with the opportunity for tying up some loose ends. This is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week to do that. This is a great week to not necessarily push the envelope to start a bunch of new things. There's no reason not to start anything new. I feel like I really need to clarify that. I'm not being one of those astrologers that's like, don't even think about even having a new idea this week. (laughs) Um, I just mean that if you feel or find yourself being confronted with or presented with the opportunity to tie up a bunch of loose ends, especially really old ones that maybe you have or have not been ignoring for a while. (laughs) Maybe they've been swept into the corner for a while. Uh, Now, uh, this week, this moon being in the waning phase, working its way down to the dark, uh, dark moon and the new moon in Sagittarius. This is a great week to just finish those things up. Do those little tedious tasks. Um, but how can you make them fun? I really want to still bring in that fire energy. How can you make it fun? Is it something you have to do on your computer anyway? Can you like put on a TV show or a movie in the background and light a candle and have a cozy blanket on your lap while you do it? Um, can you have like your favorite snack or your favorite drink while you do it? Um, Can you ask one of your favorite people to help you or accompany you while you do these things? What is a really simple way, uh, maybe with music or visuals, that you can make this, these loose ends that you've been not really wanting to do? uh, How can you make them a little more fun and, and just kind of do them, bring that kind of light of the fire to the party? And if not, uh, I would use the fire energy, I would tap into that energy and elemental for yourself this week and use fire specifically as a fuel to just get that shit done and get it crossed off and get it. Like I had to do this, uh, very, very recently before recording this episode for everybody. And that, oh, that feeling of like, wow, I honestly was putting this off for like nine months, but I finally, <laughs> finally did it. And it feels so good. And I feel so accomplished and yay dopamine. So, (laughs) um, dopamine's the reward chemical in your brain. So I, I, whatever way you need or seeking or would benefit most from fire energy this week, 
I personally highly, highly recommend leaning into it this week. I think that it'll be a very, very welcoming and soothing energy. And remember that bonus episode that I'm talking about, that is available to all membership levels of that witch school, um, starting at just $5 a month. So if you want in on that, make sure you head to the link in the show notes, or you go to thatwitchnextdoor.com slash enroll and join us today. And you'll get access to, um, everything we've already been doing. And you will definitely get that episode, that bonus episode, uh, sent to your email as well this week. Hey neighbor, I want to take a moment to thank our episode sponsor for today, the Goddess Provisions Monthly Subscription Box. Receiving this monthly box of magic has become such a favorite and sacred form of my self-care every single month, and I can't even forget to do it because it gets delivered right to my door. Every box is a specially curated theme, and all of the items regularly retail over $100 consistently. Plus, you're helping to support and find more small business and makers as well. You can get your box for just $33 a month, plus free shipping in the U.S. Get yours today and support that witch podcast by using the link in our show notes below. So the numinous cards that I'm bringing you this week... I am bringing you all of the fire signs this week. And that is what you will find in your in your cosmic quickie email. I I thought that this would be a great time to just reacquaint ourselves with the fire signs. You certainly can just work with the fire energy and fire elemental in and of itself. Uh, astrology totally aside, if you like. But I thought that this might provide some good direction and some good inspiration for folks because you can take a look at any placements that you have in this these areas. Um, you can take a look at what houses these signs uh, rule or reside in for you. And you can definitely take a look at what's going on in each of these signs right now and how that corresponds in your chart by pulling up a transits chart um, in your natal chart in your favorite app or on your favorite website. So first up, we have Aries, of course. Aries is the first fire sign and Aries is the cardinal fire sign. According to the numinous, Aries is the radical. And some of the keywords associated with Aries are active, self-starting, daring, fierce, assertive, fiery, exhilarating, innocent, on a mission bossy, driving, sparky, courageous. Love us some Aries energy, don't we? All right. The second fire sign is Leo. And according to the numinous is the lover, which is also highly accurate. Some of the keywords associated with the fixed fire sign, Leo, are expressive, creative, loving, Playful, warm, overt, self-confident, flirtatious, glowing, bedazzling, and extroverted. And finally, our third and final fire sign is Sagittarius, which is our mutable fire sign. Sagittarius, according to the numinous, is the voyager. And some of the key characteristics or keywords associated with Sagittarius here are enthusiastic, philosophical, independent, 
generous, ethical, seeking, happy-go-lucky, adventurous, and honest. And there are still a few more keywords on each of these cards if you want to check out your, your email. And I really recommend taking a look at the artwork and imagery of each of these cards to help inspire you and, and really connect you with the unique yet connected fire energy of all three of the fire signs. So my wonderful neighbor, thank you so much for spending your moon day with me. I hope you have an absolutely magical and warm fiery week. Fire in all the best ways. Don't forget, if you have any thoughts or questions come up, I'm always just right next door. And I hope that you have a wonderful, beautiful, safe week and stay magical. so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in that witch school, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood.